Alright beautiful people, so that was Jay Devon Harris with God's Wrath. Now keep in mind that we are in talks of having an interview and um, for the podcast that will last anywhere from 30 to 45 minutes. Um, as of right now, it very well may be Jay Devon Harris and um, a fellow artist of his, producer and artist, um, that will be on the line. So it'll be the three of us giving you all a great show. Now again, the format for interviews for the podcast is myself, my guest, but my guest will also be a co-host in which we'll have back and forth dialogue about certain topics that I would have covered on my own otherwise. And so with that said, I'll keep you all posted on when Jay Devon Harris will give you his thoughts on topics that we cover here on Phoenix Radio for the Phoenix Radio podcast found on Apple Music, uh, Google Play, uh, Pocket Cast, and Overcast, and very well maybe SoundCloud along with Stitcher. So the first story today, again, it's about somebody that I'm not a big fan of. Um, He makes great music. He has a large influence on the genre of hip-hop. It's Jay-Z. Everybody knows that his album 444 has recently come out uh, last week. And, well, last couple weeks. And guess what? It's already gone platinum within the first week. So within less than one week, 444 has sold 1 million copies. Now here's how they kind of break it down. The RIAA, which is the Recording Industry Association of America, they count 1,500 track streams as one album sale. So if you have an album, for example, or a single, Hostiles, and you listen to Hostiles on Spotify, H-A space S-T-E-Y-E-L-Z, and that gets played 1,500 times, that's one album sale. And so let's keep that in mind for the scale of what I'm about to let you all know. So 1 million copies sold with 1,500 track streams. So if those 1 million copies were only streams by themselves, that would be, I don't know, 150 million, is that right? Or 15 million, uh, I believe. Would that be? I'm not right. It's either 150 or 15 million. I'm not too sure. But that's a lot of streams, a lot, a lot of playing of this album for a lot of people. Jay-Z's 17th album um, goes platinum, and he did it in less than five days. So this album it, it, and his uh, for, for scale and perspective, Jay-Z's first album, Reasonable Doubt, was released somewhere, I think, like 94, 95 or something like that. Um, and it took six years for that to become platinum. And so the album released on a Friday, and Sprint had exclusive rights to the album until that Monday. Well, the following week, you could get 444 for free. All you have to do is pay with an email. There was a link, I believe it was title.com backslash 444, some, some, some. It was some stuff, and then you go through the whole thing, and you give them your email, and you get a download link. Well, here's where it gets tricky. Every person that followed those steps and paid with an email address... They got the album for free, but of course nothing's for free. Every time that happened, Sprint took money out of their own pocket and paid for that album. And so that's where it gets a little tricky. So you give an email, Jay-Z says, hey, here's another email. Sprint goes, okay, here's money for that album. And that's how it got turned into platinum so quickly. So the RIAA... Um, counted these as actual album sales towards the platinum status because, well, technically, 
they were actual sales. Now, you can get it on Apple Music and iTunes and uh, where it was once only exclusive on Tidal and Sprint. So, here's the thing. Jay-Z owns Tidal. Okay. Sprint bought into Tidal $200 million. Okay. Sprint buys albums from Tidal. So, does that mean technically they're buying albums from themselves? slash Jay-Z to achieve a particular status that in the eyes of the consumer or eyes of the listeners is a level is is a is an achievement um so what am I saying did he buy platinum status are they actual is this a legitimate and I'm not taking anything away from Jay-Z but you see what I'm getting here? Buy your own albums to become platinum. Of course. What's going on, beautiful people? It's your boy, Hostiles. Here on Phoenix Radio, powered by Fair One Entertainment, standing on Anchor FM. And I want to just thank everybody so much for sticking with me. I really, really appreciate it. We're going to have our podcasts coming up pretty soon, lining up some great interviews slash co-hosts for you so that we can have this dynamic of back and forth. You can be more entertained with more people. So we're going to start today the same way we do always, and that's by answering our question of the day from yesterday. And the question is, how do you feel about Sprint buying all these albums from Jay-Z, 444, in order for Jay-Z to go platinum? Well, me personally, I actually don't have a problem with this. And here's why. I'm going to give you a small analogy. Say you work at a restaurant. You're the employee of the restaurant. You're a server, a waiter, but you buy food at menu price because the restaurant doesn't allow you to purchase it at a discount. Now some may say, well, that's kind of crappy. Well, the food's that good. And when you think about it, you're investing back into a job that's paying you. And you know the service is good. You know the food is good. The product is good. So you don't mind paying for it. Let me give you another example. What if you work at a clothing store in the mall? What if you work at American Eagle or Aeropostale or something like that? Or if you work at Foot Locker and you buy shoes? You buy it at a discounted rate. Fine. The company still makes money off of you. So if you pay, if you buy that shirt for 10 bucks and the company makes $8 on it, the customer does, buys it for 10 and they sell it to you for 7 then that means the company only makes what? Five? Five bucks off of you? Is that right? Yeah. So make five bucks off of you. So they're still making money off of the consumer you even at a discounted rate but you're still investing the money back into the company so the company can stay alive to pay you to work there i kind of i equate that to sprint and title sprint invested in title title is still the employer sprint is is the employee sprint goes and says hey i'm gonna buy all these albums from you because I want to protect my investment. I'm invested in this company. $200 million of it is invested in this company. And so in order to keep this company alive, to help keep it alive and to keep our partnership lucrative, I'm going to do this for you. And so whether if a million albums comes from one person buying all million of them or a million people buying one each, it's still platinum status. The numbers are there. They don't lie. Now, how the numbers got there maybe you know and certainly is up to you know up to criticism but me personally i don't see anything wrong with it i really don't 
I mean, you'll have these statistical outliers, even in retail, traditional retail, where somebody will come in and buy 10 pairs of shoes for a basketball team and you've made your goal for the entire day. You don't have to work for another 10 hours, but you stay open because you can, you know, those things happen. Things happen in restaurants where a party of 50 will come in unexpectedly and they'll bust out the day. It'll be freaking awesome. But you don't fault the company for making all that money in one shot. It doesn't change the fact that it was unfair or it was or it was fair because it is. That's just business, man. And all's fair in love, war, business and uh, Pokemon. This <laughs> is your boy Hostiles. Let's get into a song and then our first story of the day. We're talking about sex, baby. Beautiful people. That was Diamond Dixie with all about cash so yeah we're talking about sex Ooh, so crazy <laughs> huffington post released an article um i'm not sure when but i saw this on my feed and uh they released an article um based on a reddit post of things that are better than sex so here's 15 of them and i might add a few more myself in no particular order Number one, coming home and your dog is super pumped to see you is better than sex. Taking off your work shoes and slipping on some comfortable sneakers to drive home is better than sex. Number three here, really good Thai food. The sound of a bottle cap when you open your fresh beer is better than sex. Getting into bed with freshly shaved legs, better than sex. Doesn't apply to me. Uh, (laughs) Coming home to see your kids and they yell, Daddy! Or, Mommy! Better than sex. Guacamole is better than sex. A hot shower on a really cold day. Correctly using the word literally. That does not apply to me because I literally say it all the time. Uh, Ben and Jerry's chocolate fudge brownie. Flavored ice cream. Better than sex. Coffee is better than sex. A really good and well-deserved steak is better than sex. Medium rare for me. Lots of pink, lots of blood. Laying in bed. In a fully air-conditioned room after a nice shower is better than sex. Good smoked barbecue. And final list here, thing on the list here, number 15, tax refunds are better than sex. Now, what are what's better than sex for me? I'm going to be a super nerd and say an unexpected Star Trek movie coming on TV is <laughs> better than sex. Um, when I think about it, what have I given up? What have I, I don't know, I mean, kind of crazy. So let's let let let's go ahead and talk about some of the science of why this is all better than sex. So we all know orgasms been climaxing during during or after sex releases large amounts of dopamine. I mean this comes from the what is called the nucleus accum- accumbens. I don't know all my uh, my doctors and my uh, med students can correct me there. Similarly, dopamine is also released through satisfaction of other addictive things and behaviors that rewards you in a pleasant way such as chocolate coffee nicotine and cocaine i had to wipe my nose if dopamine is released during sex it may make you want it more and immediately sex is a drug let me see what else have i given up um i can't think of many things that i didn't do to not have sex with a woman that i wanted to have sex with um, but yeah, I would definitely say, uh, you know, a certain type of food is probably better than sex. Um, 
music, there, there, are, there are certain songs that are better than sex. And of course, a lot of these things that listed being better than sex can also be better with sex. Hmm. Who knows? We're getting raunchy today. <laughs> so leave me a call in and let me know what's better than sex for you. Let's get into a song here. And then our second story of the day. It's a bunch of guys that might have a reunion here soon. Hmm. Bum, bum, bum. Beautiful people. That was Feel Good with Growing Up. Really, really enjoy that guy's music. Well, we played some of it yesterday. And I'm just keep on playing whatever I think is awesome. Especially from Feel Good. Because it makes me feel good. Hmm. Wonderful. So who's coming back together? B2K Reunion? Hmm. Now see, I'm not too sure about this this thing here, this this next thing here when I'm talking about B2K. There's been a public declaration from former B2K member Lil Fizz that he encourages a B2K reunion and a revival of the Scream Tour. B2K known for hits like Bump Bump Bump, Girlfriend, and Gots to Be, which is my favorite joint there. Um, Lil Fizz has posted a picture of the Pandemonium album cover um, that went two times platinum on his Instagram with the caption, Left the scene. Two times platinum, J Boog, Omarion, Raz B. What are we hashtag? What are we waiting for? However, all this started with a post from Pleasure P, former member of the group Pretty Ricky. He took to Instagram six days ago to share his support for the B2K reunion in a caption of a collage of the boys. He writes, You gotta speak positivity into existence. This is a dream of mine that I wanna see come true. Omarion, Lil Fizz, J Boog, Raz B, Slickum, Baby Blue, and Spectacular. Let's make this happen. End quote there. Then just yesterday, Lil Fizz posts his report for the union that he's in. Now, we're still waiting on a response from the rest of the B2K members, Omarion, Razby, and Jay Boog, but it's hard to believe that this will ever happen. See, when they broke up in 2003, B2K was in a real bad place. All the members, other than Omarion, wanted to be released from manager Chris Stokes. See, there were public statements made about Omarion and Chris Stokes that's, you know, it's going to take some healing with the group and as we know Omarion went on to have a really successful solo career um still continuing actually and it's also no secret that a lot of people really saw B2K as Omarion and three other guys that you know dance and sing on the chorus so that's kind of so I don't know once Omarion continued to have a successful career solo career that uh that perception was further solidified because the other three guys didn't really have a good solo career or much of a musical career after that from what we can see so here's what i think needs to happen in order for successful b2k reunion and for them to stay together and stay that way at least for a while obvious reasons they have to work out their differences amongst each other between each other and with each other i believe they should probably have a different manager a different management team um if they do um, get together and they really they wind up releasing a project, it should be a mix of modern and classic sounds that they're known for. Um, and they, they need R. Kelly. I'm just saying because R. Kelly wrote and produced some of the songs such as Bump 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 and What a Girl Wants. Um, both very memorable and both chart topping. I believe Bump 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 was actually their highest chart topping single. Uh, they do need to revive the Scream Tour. I am for that. I may not go, but they do need to revive it. They need to have some type of public performance along with, you know, a new record. And so 
um, but they need to have modern acts, older ones, and some newcomers to open up for them. So not just the older acts that were around when they were around, such as, you know, Bow Wow and all these other guys, which would be fine, but, you know, they need some newer acts as well. And everyone needs to be highlighted and have solos on the album, not just Amarion. So that needs, needs, needs to happen. Um, there was a comparison with Backstreet Boys staying together. And if you've seen the um uh the uh the documentary um that they had released on itunes um um showing what you're made of it's fantastic by the way i think it's like two years old or something like that but you should watch it it talked about how howie d was really hating the fact that he was pushed to the back um when they started becoming big because the sound changed and howie d wasn't really the solo vocalist anymore the lead vocalist anymore is more like brian and aj and guys like that and so um so yeah that kind of you know messed with him a little bit and this is not the first time that groups of a particular era joined forces forces to tour and try to revive the career we've seen it last year with ryan cabrera 98 degrees o-town and dream with their my 2k tour now, O-Town greatly benefited from this, releasing an album and, you know, getting more funds to release another one here, um, either later this year or early next year. So we're waiting and seeing to see the same effects um, of success from the other guys. Um, but it's a good way to give your fans some dopamine and to make a quick buck. B2K, come on back. Beautiful people, that was Healy with Reckless. Really, really like that joint. It has like a, like a spacey type of feel to it real chill really like that i found that on indie nation on youtube uh, did a little bit of research and good guy i like it so our tweet of the day is our question of the day and so this actually comes from um photographer jasmine star you can follow her on twitter at jasmine star j-a-s-m-i-n-e-s-t AR. Now, she's a photographer that holds tutorials online through contests on Instagram and um, engagement through community on Instagram by doing uh, different types of uh, themed photography and um, building a community that way. She asks everyone that participates to tag and use a particular hashtag so that we all know. Um, and that way you can just kind of share your work with like-minded people. She also does videos on YouTube as well. Well, she tweets... Our question of the day, she doesn't know it's ours, but you know, we're uh, borrowing it. <laughs> if you could choose only one, would you want more time, more money, or more success? Why? You'll know my answer tomorrow, and this is Phoenix Radio. Your boy Hostiles here. Fairwind Entertainment. <laughs> almost forgot. And uh, Anchor FM, man. I'm really excited about these podcasts that are happening. So, um, we get out of here. So, you ain't got to look at my face anymore. We'll hot you later. Won't be too long till you miss me. Thanks for listening today. This is your boy Hostiles on Phoenix Radio. We are Rise of the Independent Artist.